to live prayer. I am Bill Keller. It's good to be with you on this Tuesday evening. I pray you had a good weekend. We've been away from each other for a few days. Had some ministry responsibilities Friday that kept me late. And then yesterday we had some internet issues all day long, up and down, up and down, up and down. But thankfully by sometime this morning, everything was fixed. So here we are with a big program. If you're new to the program, you're watching Live Prayer. We come to you live in living color every Monday through Friday from 11 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And wherever you watch me tonight throughout this great land of ours, from sea to shining sea and from border to border, thank you for tuning in. Friends in other far-off great lands, welcome to you as well. Once again, I'm Bill Keller, founder of LivePrayer.com, world's largest interactive Christian website, Reach a little over two and a half million folks each and every day via the internet. Please check us out online. Web address coming up on your screen, liveprayer.com, liveprayer.com. So I pray you're doing well as we are working our way towards Christmas Day. Uh, As long as we don't have any issues with the internet, uh, we will be here the rest of this week. Have not decided on Monday night, which is Christmas night. I'll let you know Friday on that, but we will be here the rest of the week, and we got a lot to get. You know, I'd love to sit here and exchange some pleasantries, but we have got a lot of ground to cover. Before we do anything, though, four things I should do for me each night in the program. First, pray for me and the program. Appreciate that more than you know. Second, encourage people you know to sign up for the free live for daily devotional. All they need to do is go to our homepage, upper right-hand corner, click on the sign-up link, a couple pieces of basic information, It'll start coming in their email every morning, free like everything at Live Prayer. It is our main ministry tool. I've been writing it every morning for over 24 years now. Third, of course, is this TV program. As you're with people, maybe through the holidays that you don't see the rest of the year, tell them about the program. Tell them to turn it on. Um, tell them no, no sharp objects, uh, no rocks or anything. I don't want to see anybody ruin their TV, but uh, tell them to watch the program. Last of all, of course, is if this ministry has been a blessing to you as we wind down the final days of 2023, please pray about a special year-end gift to live prayer. Uh, Everything we do, we do by faith. Been walking this faith walk for 30 years. Uh, It can be challenging a lot of the times, but uh, keeps me on my knees, keeps me praying, and God keeps being faithful. So if you want to help Continue the work here at Live Prayer. Go to my homepage up right hand corner. Click on the donation links. Got our address in Florida where you can drop a check in the mail. Also, a link to our credit card portal if that's more convenient. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you for this opportunity to gather once again in your name. I lift up my dear friends who are part of this program tonight and pray for them and their families and pray that this will be a most blessed Christmas season for them. Lord, we're so grateful for this day that you've blessed us with all the blessings we've had throughout the day. And now, Lord, we commit this hour to you. Open our minds, open our hearts, help us to receive from you tonight. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, we got a lot uh, We got a lot of ground to cover tonight. 
Y'all ready? I've been praying for you. Um, let's start with Colorado with this insane ruling by the Colorado Supreme Court. When Colorado was trying to get Trump off the ballot using this insane... Don't forget, the 14th Amendment is a war, is a Civil War era amendment. And it was designed to keep Confederate, mainly officers, from getting back into the mainstream and, and, and being part of the government. And I, I, I get that. It's called the Insurrection Clause. Jack Smith has charged Donald Trump between Jack Smith and that uh, wackadoo in uh, New York, the New York AG, Tish James, Fonnie Willis in Fulton County, and wherever else they're trying to go after him. All those charges, all those investigations, he's never been charged with insurrection. And thus, by not being charged with insurrection, he's never been convicted of insurrection. I mean, sorry, not a lawyer, don't play one on TV. But this is like slam dunks. This should be a quick nine to nothing turnaround by the Supreme Court. And don't forget another thing as far as this goes. There's been 15 other states that have already ruled that the insurrection clause does not apply to Trump, and therefore they do not have the legal authority to take him off of the ballot. Okay? There's still another, I think, 11 states that are in the process of arguing this. Okay? But you actually have, just so you understand something too, Colorado, I got to be honest with you, it wasn't that long ago. Colorado was a, a pretty, I wouldn't say ruby red conservative state, but it was always, you know, it always swayed Republican. And then you got the people moving there from uh, from California. You got Col- uh, you got Denver and Colorado Springs that have turned into just you know globalist hotbeds. You got a bunch of big tech there, and the Democrats managed to get power, and they changed a bunch of the election laws. Griswold, she's the uh, Secretary of State in Colorado. Another nasty woman like the women in Michigan, you know Whitmer and. And uh, their AG there, Donna, uh, Dana Nessel, right? Just nasty, nasty women. Well, that's Griswold, the Secretary of State in Colorado. But um, now, the Supreme Court doesn't have to hear this case. But you don't need to be a legal scholar to understand that if this stands, what, what, what says a Republican can't take Joe Biden off the ticket, say in Florida? I mean, I mean if, that, if that's where this is going to end up. Now, again, if he was charged with insurrection, convicted of insurrection, got it. If you think he's an insurrection, charge him. There's a reason they haven't. So we'll keep an eye on it. To be blunt with you, it's going to get all kinds of publicity in the in the. Uh, Corporate media, they want to talk about anything but Joe Biden's pathetic presidency, okay, and his sick and sagging poll numbers. And they certainly don't want to talk about Hunter. So they're always going to try to shift the conversation, Trump. And this will get some steam for about a day. I got to be honest with you, even the, even the wackadoodle lawyers on CNN and MSNBC. 
I guess to save whatever little face they may have left, had to at least admit that this is a long shot. And if the Supreme Court accepts this case, it's almost a guaranteed slam dunk overturn. You can't have a bunch of unelected uh, uh, people in black robes taking the... They, they keep talking about the Republicans want uh, to... They, they want to smash democracy and they want to de- de- deprive the people of the right to vote. What do you call trying to take a man's name off the ballot? Hey, you don't like him? Got it. Let the people decide. But that's not even a real argument. You don't need that argument. There's only one argument you need. Show me where he was charged with insurrection and convicted insurrection. If you don't have that, shut up and go away. By the way, just just to put a lid on this, all seven of the Supreme Court justices in, in Colorado, all seven Democrats appointed by Democrats, okay? I think it was just a matter of them uh, flipping coins to see which four were going to be the four to shoot him down. Because it, it, it was a four to three decision. Like there was some real deliberation, real. I told you in Colorado, sorry, I, was, I was shocked when the trial judge didn't hit him. But she gave the Supreme Court enough verbiage to at least make their opinion. Supreme Court's going to knock it down. All right. Let's talk. Boy, we got a bunch of things. Biden and these others, and, and, and I know my longtime viewers are probably on top of this, want to remind you again, anytime you watch the news and you hear anybody talking about a two-state solution when it comes to Israel and Palestine, just understand that whoever's pushing that, usually the United States, are on the wrong side of God. That land doesn't belong to anybody but the Jewish people. And God told Abraham in 12.3, a promise that's still in effect today, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And if you're trying to give away a chunk of the land that God gave to the children of Israel, you're on the wrong side of God. So just, again, I try to give you buzzwords so as you're, you know, like maybe list the background. If you hear those buzzwords, know that Whoever's proposing that wrong side of God. Um, Let's see here. CARE, the Council of Arab Islamic Relations, these terror lovers, their top brass are bragging out there how they're forcing Biden to pressure Israel into a ceasefire. Or, if he doesn't push for a ceasefire, he will lose the Muslim vote. So I'm just giving you, just letting you know about that dynamic that is playing out out there. The Muslims are pushing hard on the Biden administration for a ceasefire, and uh, they're holding the election over their head. Um, I got to tell you something. We're up to our eyeballs in Ukraine because that's 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 a U.S. State Department CIA proxy war, okay? Um, we're obviously involved in the Middle East. Probably more involved in Israel than anybody would know. 
Uh, you've always got China out there that could go after Taiwan any day. We're not prepared to help them. But these little spats coming out of Yemen from Iran's proxy, the Houthi warriors, which they're just, an, it's like Al-Qaeda or Hezbollah or Hamas. It's just another group of Muslim terrorists, the Houthis, okay? And they operate out of Yemen, and they are fully funded by Iran. As I sit here tonight, um, we are getting dangerously close to getting sucked into a real war with the Houthi rebels in Yemen. They're attacking ships in the Red Sea. They're going after uh, all kinds of the, uh, shipping interests. They're being very aggressive. They're shooting at American ships, American bases throughout the Middle East. This is no joke. And they are, they are in the process of sucking the United States into a real kinetic shooting war between the Houthis in Yemen and our people. That's closer than most people can even imagine.